This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Jillian, how you doing over there? Welcome. Uh, this is week 20, 20. episode 20. Uh, we have made it uh, five full months. Yeah. This would be the fifth month. or fifth fifth month's worth of episodes. So, awesome job, guys. We're doing good. Definitely enjoying the progress we've had so far. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. I could hear it in the background. Uh, I thought so, I had it on mute already. <laughs> no, you, you nailed it. It was good. Uh, it's good to know that uh, the audio is actually coming through on my voice this time and not gonna got it. Not gonna fail like last week. Got got a good episode for y'all this week. Unfortunately, a lot of it's uh, bad news from the Texas Tech side. We got some NFL talk to do, to discuss today, uh, and then we'll be jumping into shot bets, NBA. Got a good episode ahead for you. Uh, make sure that if you haven't already, you're following us on Twitter. It's at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so just look up Tailgate Talks on both of those. Comes up pretty easily. Uh, as far as our personal accounts, you can find Dustin at DustinWimmer22. You can find Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett. And you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, as far as the t-shirt giveaway for this week, what was uh, what was last week's uh, official? Was it just voting right or correctly? Right? Voting correctly. Yeah, yes. yeah. So... Uh, we had two people qualify for this one. We're just going to go ahead, and it sounded like we were just going to give both a T-shirt. We're going to give yeah. both an admission to the Tailgate Crashers crew. Uh, we had Kelsey, or Kels underscore 11, and then we had uh, Brady Johnson. So those are going to be our two winners for this week. We nice will job, be uh, reaching out to you guys. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you uh, contributing and kind of having some fun with us. So definitely uh, thank you for that. Really appreciate that. Um, as far as this week's, uh, we didn't really have anything too, too creative. So, um, if you can, we're going to go kind of back to one of the originals, which is to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast itself. So if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you hit that five star, make sure you submit a review to us and subscribe to the channel itself. If you're just listening on Spotify, which is a lot of people these days, that's fine too. Just go ahead and screenshot the subscription button to us and, uh, either, DM us to our, our email, which is, uh, was it at, uh, tailgate talks pod at gmail.com. Or yeah. you can, uh, DM us to any one of our personal accounts or our, uh, our podcast accounts, uh, with yeah. the, with that screenshot. There's plenty of ways you can get that to us. So, sure. uh, again, the t-shirt giveaway for this week, the admission to the tailgate crashers is going to be with that, uh, subscription. And if you're on iTunes, with the rate and review as well. So give us that five-star, give us a review, screen cap that, send it over to us. Um, I think that covers for the intro, guys. I think we're, we're, we're ready to jump into this. I'm pretty sure we got plenty of, plenty to discuss with the uh, week of basketball we had here. So uh, 
without without any any further mention, let's go right into it. This is Tailgate Talks Club Red. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, rough week for Texas Tech basketball. Well, sports in general. I think we, we, we threw up a big old goose egg for the entire weekend on our two best programs. Um, let's kick it off with basketball, though. That's what we kind of had most of the discussion about last week. Um, we had a tough Saturday in Kansas. That was really a, a – it's hard to win over there, and – we we lost by six. wasn't a pretty game. Um, Brooks, give us the give us the 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 four one one. What happened in this game that set us back and we couldn't recover from? Um, some of my main takeaways from this game are once again you had another slow start, uh, which has become the norm with this team. Um, you didn't shoot the ball particularly well. And you also had Terrence Shannon Jr., who was basically a no-show for the most part of the game. Yeah, I like didn't even I would forget that he's playing, and that's never a good sign when you're on the court and you're like getting forgotten. Yeah. Um, and I know it's injury related. Um, and so I, you know, give him a little bit there, but he was just, I mean, pretty much worthless out there. And then, I, you know, I thought the killer was re- offensive rebounding for them. And I don't necessarily know if it's like bad boxing out or something. Kind of watching it, it felt like every time Kansas missed a three, the ball just bounced perfectly to where one of their guys was. Yeah. And sometimes you can't help that, but it happened a lot. And then the best time to get a three-pointer is off of offensive rebounds. And they cashed in on every second-chance three they had. Um, for the most part, they had the game in hand and then all of a sudden at the end, you kind of made a run, made it interesting, cut it to three. And then they had back to back possessions where they had re offensive rebounds that led to threes, uh, which were just killer. So, um, just another frustrating game to watch, uh, you know, for Texas tech basketball, basically. But it's the same story over again, right? Like, I mean, it's slow starts and, other teams that was my big clutching up on the three. What, what do you got, Dustin? It, it was a me and our buddy Bryn, we went and watched the game together. Mm-hmm. It was a typical tech game for this season. Yeah, slow start, get down by like nine, ten points, try to hang around for 30 minutes and keep it within seven to nine points. Yeah, and the last two minutes, try to make a big push. Like, that's like every game this year tried to do yeah. a horrible yeah. game plan. We kind of do it well, but it's a horrible game plan. No, but it's, literally watching that game, I don't know how many times we were like, this is exactly what we've done every game all year. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a repeating thing. I, so I know I've said it in the past where, where I'm just like, you know what, if you can get your big man to contribute double, double digits, you're, you're going to see a win. And this is the first time where I've seen Santos hit 12 points. And we still ended up going home with a lot. He had a great game. The 12 points is huge for him. He's normally about six to eight. Who else did, though? But everybody else just seemed to kind of fall a little bit fat, flat. McClung with 11 points. Uh, I, I, I don't, what, what, what happened with him? Was he just not able to get open? 
it's hard to fault him because he is who every defense is going to key in on. Yeah, true. Because he's our biggest offensive threat. So he's getting probably the best defender the whole entire game. They're always going to double him when they get a chance. So he's getting the focus. So he's going to struggle from time to time. And this is where you needed like a Terrence Shannon Jr. to be like somewhat of himself, but he just wasn't. 15 minutes and five points. I don't know. Um, another hmm? another Collar Edwards dud. Yeah, three points total. He scored he scored three points against Kansas this year. Three points. In eighty minutes, he scored three points against Kansas. <laughs> eighty minutes? How many did he play the first game? He had thirty one in this uh, one. I mean, I'm just Dude, saying man. eighty minutes worth of game time. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He I'm scored like, three oh, points. God. Well, each oh. half is worth twenty minutes. So here he goes. Twenty it's... times four, eighty. It was a frustrating loss for us. Um, this is obviously going to hurt their standing in, in the conference, but not only that, uh, in the uh, as far as seeding for the tournament goes, I don't really know what we're going to get anymore. Uh, I really kind of thought we were going to get that three, four seed out of this, and now it's like, yeah, jumping up to a five. We're just kind of trickling downward down the ladder. And point, I mean, we might as well just do the Baylor and just stop playing. Just stop playing games. Yeah. But, like – the thing is, is the the only part that has me worried. Uh, so, uh, y- y'all probably know better than I will about this. Are they doing the full sixty four team? They're still uh, as of now sixty eight. But yeah, they're still planning on it. Okay, okay, yeah, that's right, sixty eight. But they're still doing the full the full tournament, right? Right now. Okay, because I feel like that's still in jeopardy of getting cut down. And I don't. I tech losing this many games just really kind of puts them in the back half of that back half of that bracket where it might be at a risk. And so I, they really need to start seeing some wins come out. They need to start seeing some p- more points out of their bench and their starters need to be more consistent. I mean, I, I don't know where we, we've said it a thousand times over very frustrating loss here. Um, so the second one of the week, uh, this was kind of a more entertaining game to watch in my opinion, but still came came home with a loss out of this one uh was oklahoma state we ended up losing to this one in overtime 74 to 69 yeah and uh i mean it was an intense game this was really hard fought it could have really gone either way until the last little last little bit here of overtime uh dustin what what happened in this game why did we not come away with this one in overtime i mean it, well, it, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about the game part okay I know we're bro- yeah, I'll save that for him. <laughs> okay. I mean, again, you had you didn't have another secondary piece to really help you out. I mean, our defense was not great. Cade Cunningham kind of did whatever he wanted to. Um, so did that number zero point guard kid who looked like Isaiah Thomas. Um, it was really bugging me all game. But he went off on us in that big stretch in the second half. Mm-hmm. And that's where it really kind of fell apart for us. We had the game, I don't know, even or above for a while in the middle of that game. And then they went on a stretch of like 15-0 run in the middle of that second half to really take over. And it really just dampered our any momentum. They had tons of momentum. Um, but we couldn't make a shot to save our lives again. Um, never know what our offense doing half the time. Uh, TJ Shannon again, didn't show up, didn't do anything. 
Kyler, same thing. And then somehow TJ and Kyler get a layup at the end of the game, luckily, to get it to overtime. Um, and then, of course, I think my favorite play of the game, to sum up how Kyler Edwards has played all year, hmm. the last shot of the game, Kyler has a chance to shoot the ball, and he pump fakes, lets the guy get right in his face, and then tries to airmail and throw one up. Like, dude, shoot it when you were kind of open. Don't pump fake when there's two seconds on the yeah. clock. He's Shoot addicted to pump faking. He literally pump faked into the worst shot of the year when the game on the line. But, like, it's just frustrating how, I mean, Oklahoma State has a All-American on their team, one of the best players in the country. He's 6'8", if you didn't know. Fran Fraschilla told us 20 <laughs> times in that game. Dude, they would not uh, shut up literally. about that guy. Literally. 6'8". I mean, I, knew, I get it. He's a great player, but, God, he's 6'8". Dude, on the graphic that – Arlie's looking at Cade Cunningham is on both teams. Awesome. Look at that. <laughs> right on right under Terrence Shannon Jr. There's Cade Cunningham. He, 20 re- points. he played really well for us too. That was a great I wish game we could for trade him. Those guys out. Uh, yeah. yeah kind of like with tech football this year. If you didn't know TJ Vasher is six nine, Cade Cunningham is six eight. And Fran will let you know it. They wouldn't mm-hmm. they won't they, shut up about him. They he were so I don't get why the announcers bigger dude, better dude, but I don't know why the announcers were so heavily favoriting uh, Oklahoma State that entire game. They were talking about well, they just no, they just favored Cade Cunningham because he's a. It's always top five. ESPN always does a great job of just you know losing their minds over anybody who's like good in college basketball. They did it with Trey Young, they did it with Zion, they do it with Cade. He's he's a really good player, but they need to learn how to like control the their emotions when. He just hits a shot that literally probably half of college basketball players can make with ease, and they're like, "That's a good, that's a great, the that's the best shot you." Can. <laughs> but like, like, finish ah. off the game. I mean, Mac mm. did his thing, made some ridiculous good. shots, kept us in it. Uh, you just didn't have help, and that's yeah. where we are going to fall apart every game. Um, honestly, just a quick outlook on the season. I don't have any confidence in our team playing honestly anybody just because we don't have a consistent offense especially a secondary player and it's pretty evident we can't close out big games nope or close games i mean the fact that we closed out and came back against lsu and texas which were are about one in a hundred chances is like a miracle like that's not what you're going to do, and that's what we're trying to do every game. And we can't do it, obviously. We, I don't have much faith going forward if we're in a tight game like that. We just don't have the ability to – we can't score. We can't score at the pace that other people are, and it's not matching the defensive effort that we're still putting out. Like, they're playing – Hey, spe- yeah, speaking mm-hmm. of that, props to Kevin McCuller d up. 6A yeah. because every time McCuller was on him, he couldn't hardly dribble. Mm-hmm. And they had to get a screen and a switch for him to get open. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did make some tough shots over him, but he could not dribble and get away from McCuller. Props to him. Yeah. No, it's it was a good defensive effort again. 74 points, not the best thing, but they they that was obviously with overtime, so 63. So that's a pretty good defensive game. But, again, it still comes down to our offensive end, just not really putting any big input. 
Um, what yeah. was your take about this game, Brooks? What 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 was your yeah, Brooks, uh, was your... rant in waiting? Let's hear it. Let me get comfortable for this. One. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, bit. Dustin covered the game side because this is one of those games where you look at it and everybody's like, you can't blame the officials on this one, blah blah. blah. And yeah, it's probably like you can't all we did blame the officials for it because. But here's here's the key point of the game that I I thought was completely taken over by the officiating and bitch ass Doug Sermons, um, one of the worst officials in all of college basketball, <laughs> shouldn't even be allowed to officiate like a sixth grade basketball game. He's so bad. Um, th- there's the point of the game we're up by nine at this point, and we're kind of taking control. And they have a guy drives baseline, runs over Kevin McCullough, should have been a charge. They don't call it because this officiating crew just said we're not calling charges ever this game. They missed three in the first half. It was god awful missed charge calls, easy ones. Um, they missed this one, but it's okay. The guy misses the shot, and we have the clear opportunity to get the rebound. Clarence Nadonley has the ball, is trying to dribble out with it, and is getting has a guy all over his back, not allowing him to gain possession of the ball, knocks him to the ground. And not only does Doug Sermons call the foul on Clarence, which was bullshit, he doubles up and gives him a technical, yeah. a technical foul. Showing emotion in sports oh. is a freaking thing, Doug Sermons. If you can't handle it, go fucking lock yourself in a room and quit officiating basketball. God, you're going to get yelled at. Quit handling it like such a bitch. No kidding. He's so, he's so weak. And he calls that T. They get two free throws down to seven. Then they score on that possession down to five. And then, like, after that, momentum is completely on their side. Their yeah. crowd, who was not in it, is now back in it. Now we're flustered. And, yeah, that's probably one of the reasons you lose is you can't – you didn't get your composure in that moment. Yep. But they continued to make other calls that propelled Oklahoma State. There's a call under a minute left. They have the ball. They're – Number zero, the guy Dustin was talking about who went off us in this in the second half is driving, loses possession of the basketball, and just barrels over Avery Benson, who's like camped out under there for at least, I don't know, the whole game, waiting for him, gets ran over. It's a block, two free throws. How f- terrible is that? Like the dude is completely out of control, can't even hold on to the ball, and it's a block, two free throws. Luckily, we didn't lose on that one, but um Sorry, guys. Four minutes. We got to figure out how to get that thing always on mute <laughs> every episode. <laughs> um, there's another call like at four minute mark. They throw a little alley-oop to their guy who just oh completely misses the yeah. dunk. And and Mac is just standing next to him. And it's a foul. Um, so anytime they did anything, you know, their shorts like swayed in the wind a little bit, foul. And then on our end, we had 12 free throws to their 32. We're getting guys going up for the layup, getting knocked to the ground, trying to get a basket. They're getting hacked. Nothing. No fouls. Never. Yeah. And that's my always my argument is if that you're going to call that weak ass shit on us, call it on them. You got to call that weak ass shit on them. Absolutely. And they're not. And our guys they are getting mugged. Get out of bounds calls right. Doug Sermon yeah. is literally like one play. The Oklahoma State guy did not clearly step out. Nowhere like, near. No. Oh, We're going to let this blind play ass. Play. Like, what are you looking at, yeah. dude? We're going to let that blind asshole decide Big 12 games, okay? Like, that's the problem, man, is, like, these guys get to go on with their lives. They're not a loss in their 
you know, win loss column. It's a loss in our column because of those calls. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they didn't completely decide the game, but they definitely had a hand in it. That's a, that's um, an impact. No denying that more this year than ever before. And yeah. any other official we've had all year. And it's, it's atrocious. It's te- terrible, and it's two times With against Oklahoma State Venture that we've had gigantic calls. Per- Sorry, I don't know why. It's we've playing. had gigantic calls decide these games, and it's easy. It's freaking easy calls. Those charge calls that they missed, yeah, were like some of the easiest calls you're ever going to get. What did they, they do? Like, yeah, they don't make one well, half of them. They didn't even make a call. They let it go no yeah. call. You can't have that much contact and not have a call when it obviously affected the play. But then they'll turn around and call Mac for a ghost block call. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. You know, Kate Cunningham had four fouls with like 16 minutes left in that half. You knew as soon as he got that fourth foul, they're not calling another foul on him. He could have murdered a dude out there and they wouldn't have called a foul. They didn't call a damn Um, thing on him. they They had three fouls in like one possession right at the start of the second half. They finished with like six fouls in the half yep. <laughs> like come on you have four fouls that early you should at least be in the double bonus by the end of the game but no they just quit they just quit yeah. calling fouls on them and that's the pro that's the problem it might not be on the fouls that they call it's on the fouls that they decide not to call on our end it's when our fouls. guys max going up for a layup and ending up on the ground when i know for a fact their guy would do the same thing and it would be automatic they blow yeah. that whistle before he was taken off you know we need the we need the lady ref back you're right roger yeah shit clone her and make her make her we'll, we'll take three all positions you got to be better than doug i mean she hell, was roger good. could play ref basketball better than doug sermons the games that she was calling she was doing good i could blindfolded ref a be- game better than freaking doug sermons man that guys trash he's terrible I, I bet he's called a technical in every game. One more game, if not two, for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. He'll yeah. be there probably on Saturday against Texas. <laughs> or uh, uh, next Saturday when we play Baylor, just to ensure Baylor make, gets that perfect record if they yeah, have it. Uh, oh, yeah, I guarantee it. So, um, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll use that to kind of transition onto the next game, which is going to be uh, this Saturday. It's going to be our, our, next, our shot bet for this week, or one of them. It's going to be at home at least, but against UT. Uh, UT is looking a little bit stronger this year. I know that that uh, this should be a pretty good matchup. I'd, I'd, I'd like to hope that we, we kind of turn this one around. Um, what what can we expect out of this game? Uh, Dustin, what, what do you think or uh, what, do you, what do you predict out of this? Uh, I mean, we need a huge win. I think it's been... Before that Oklahoma State game, they said it's been 17 days since we had won a game. Yeah. So by the time we get to Saturday, it'll be, what, 21 days since we've won a game. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come down to just like we played Texas as of what time before, how do we guard their three really good guards, which we did okay on last time, but then also Greg Brown, don't let him get loose and get some easy shots. He kind of went off on us towards the end of that game last last time. Um Let's not get in a situation where we're down like seven points with 90 seconds left. Yeah. Like we did against them last time. And like we've done way too many games this year because you can't, just can't do it that many times. So um, let's see if we can get a lead and make them be down, down seven with 90 seconds left. That'd be nice. Do something we haven't done before. Uh (laughs) Hey, good thing about Oklahoma state game. We did not get off to a slow start. Yeah. 
that's maybe we can do that again. I mean, maybe they're turning it around now that it's tournament time. I don't know. Um, Brooks, keys to victory. What 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 uh, stops this uh, losing streak we're on right now? And I don't know. <laughs> I'm running out of Good running answer. out of optimism. Yeah. Optimism on this season. <laughs> it's just. It's these last two seasons have been identical. It's just you're in every game, but you can never make the winning plays yeah. to come out on top over and over and over again. And it's just it's just disheartening. <laughs> it, like the confidence we had at the beginning of the season is like completely shot. I'm with Dustin. I don't trust us in any single game mm-hmm. um, until we prove it, and they just haven't proved it at all. So, you know, copy and paste every single game that we played all year until this was probably how this one's going to go. Uh, probably going to be down maybe in the first half, fight back, maybe get the lead in the second, and then somehow lose it at the very end of the somehow game. Somehow can't I close just, it out. It's, it's, been a, it's, it's been a repeat recipe for us for way too many games. In It's in, just uh, – Yeah. In the slow start. And just, you and, don't have any answers anymore. No finish. No. Um, it, it's going to be frustrating I going into this game. I know that they're probably lacking just as much confidence as the fan base is. Um, but I still think that there is a, ch- a shot at this being turned around. I mean, them beating UT this weekend would be a big, big boost going forward. I think that they just kind of they lost their rhythm, and I think that they need to find a little bit of confidence in this win. And if they can pull this off, I think that it will propel them a little bit forward for the next couple of games, especially some of the reschedules that we have. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and place our shot bets for this one. Uh, I don't know if we'll have a full sweep on this. I know that most of us want Texas Tech to win. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I'm, I'll go... I'll go tech on this one, but I'm thinking like a three point win in overtime. Like this is not going to be like a breeze. Uh, that's going to be my 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 guess. No, definitely not going to be. Any we, kind of breeze. I don't know if you know this already, but we're like zero and seven in overtimes in the last like three seasons. So yeah, but maybe <laughs> we'll, maybe we'll get one. Overtime. We might be due. We might be due. I don't know. I I Let's think I think tech wins, either. but this is this is not going to be a pretty one. I think that they're they're going to be kind of. Scra- scraping for a moral victory more than anything. I know beating UT is always a big goal of theirs as far as the in-state rivalry goes, but I think that they that this is kind of bigger than that for them this year, this game. A uh, lot of lot of the parts of the season riding on this one. Uh, Brooks, you look so enthused about this game. You, you hand on hand on your chin, just kind of blindly staring off in the distance. Let, let, let's hear that all shucks for doodles uh, prediction. What do you got, man? Just going to go with tech. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very confident. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to pick with confidence, Dustin? <laughs> no, but I'm going to pick with enthusiasm for Texas Tech. <laughs> That's what we were needing. Thank you. How's that? I needed something. All right. There was, a, there was just like, I'm picking tech. <laughs> edit, edit mine out. I'm okay. going with Texas Tech, baby. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. We needed some energy, all right? People are listening to this show. They're not they, they can't just watch and see 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 old, old bum, Bummer Brooks on the side just looking at the at the stat lines be like, "Damn it." That's what Texas Tech sports do to you, man. They, they just do. knock you down and down and further and down <laughs> further. 
No, 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 no. It's hard. No. So what Texas Tech sports really does to you is gives you hope and then knocks you down and knocks you down and chips away at any bit of hope you had until the season. No, it gives, it gives you hope and then it lets another guy trip over his teammate. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, it's going to be a clean sweep from the, uh, from the tailgate talks crew. I'll pick in Texas Tech for the uh, shot bet game on Saturday. Uh, we had three games that were added to the schedule. Uh, these are these are going to be re or makeup games uh, with a TCU, uh, Iowa State, and uh, the Baylor game got redone. Uh, don't we have? Are they going to redo the second one with TCU or just the one? No, probably just the one. Not uh, enough time. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, we have a very important tournament right after all this. So, um, first game is going to be on the second. I don't know if we'll be talking. No. So the, the 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 second game I guess that will be before the next episode will be the TCU game. Um, we'll just recap that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next time. We're gonna be playing at home against TCU. Hopefully that'll be a little bit of a buffer win for us. Uh, we'll we'll see how this Texas game goes, but I think leading into this, I think we can hopefully get a three win streak out of this. But all home it, games, so that that's nice. At yeah. least. Well, the Baylor game is going to be away. Baylor's but, not. But, no, I meant like Texas, TCU, yeah, yeah, Iowa yeah. State. But if, coming we, up. if we can get a three-game three, three game win streak going in the Big 12 Conference, I mean, that's that's going to be really good in our direction. So hopefully that's what we see. Um, but that's going to kind of wrap up Tech basketball for this week. I think uh, we, we really kind of are going to be putting most of our focus on the UT game on Saturday. It's going to be at 11 a.m. on CBS. Make sure – you're you're y'all y'all are checking that out, but if if you happen to miss it, tune in with us on Wednesday. Pretty sure we'll have some lovely recaps for you. Um, so we're gonna jump over to Tech baseball. We're gonna look at the next team that uh, had a another rough weekend. Uh, Texas Tech, or this was a was it Big Twelve versus the SEC? This was the uh, the the Sun Life Globe Life Globe Life Globe Life. What's it called? No, I'm thinking yeah. of Globe Life. something in Globe Florida. Life. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, so the Globe Life thing with, with the uh, uh, Big 12 I'm not named the after SEC. orange juice like y'all were. Well, that was the Florida thing. Uh, there's a Sun Life thing out there. Anyways, all right. Uh, going, going on a tangent there. Um, so Texas Tech, not a great start. Went 0-3 in these games. It was against, uh, was it Auburn, Mississippi State, and what was the third? Arkansas, Arkansas Ole Arkansas. Miss, and Mississippi State. Oh, Jesus, I am off. Um, but O three start. Uh, I didn't get to watch any of these games. Did y'all have a chance to tune into this? Were that were they broadcast? No, it was on some like Flow Sports Baseball, and they have a dumb subscription thing and can't some, share it. There was going to be no shot to watch. No one this. watched. I think Roger was actually the only one of us to, to probably watch it. Um, yeah, it was like thirty dollars to get a monthly subscription to watch these games on a terrible broadcast. Right. Um, it, it it's such a rip off this site i can't believe that they got the biggest baseball tournament to start the season and no did it on this little rinky dink i guess huge teams yeah. um you have top 10 teams and you put it on a made-up channel that no one wants to watch or will watch I, I the only reason i know about it is because uh tech played in the bahamas like in the summer a couple years ago <laughs> and in order to watch them you had to watch on flow sports oh really and I, yeah and i got like because I wanted to see us play basketball because it was coming off the national championship. And we're like, all right, you know, let's see what this team's going to look like. So I go on to get uh, like a 
month subscription or whatever. And they charge you for the, they don't tell you, but they charge you for the whole year. So I got it. And the next thing I knew, I had like 200 something dollars out of my account. Are you serious? I was like, what the? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Real, oh, real that's, sketchy. That's shady as hell. Um, so yeah, well, they of, refunded it. They refunded we it. Lost. But we, we, we lost all three. Um, so we we were going into this as a, as the number three seed. We faced against uh, what Saturday with ranking. Number... You keep calling them seeds. I gotta correct Rankings. you. They're not seeds. It's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> number three ranking in the uh, national polls. We went against number eight, uh, Arkansas. Uh, this, this yeah. All the teams that you played are now in the top five. Yeah. So now. Ole Miss is ranked one, Arkansas is ranked two, and Mississippi State is ranked five. No kidding. Just off of that one weekend. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, five uh, – was it 13-9 against uh, Arkansas? We had 11-5 loss against Mississippi State. And then Ole Miss uh, – oh, close one here, 5-4. Five five four. Four. That's rough. Yeah, I know a couple of those. Even the – I think it was Arkansas, we blew it in the ninth. One of those games, we had it tied, and then they blew it open – very Pretty much late. every game we blew in the last um, few innings. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't like a complete, utter failure going over there. I think it was just you played some teams that were better prepared this early in the season. Yeah. And from what I saw and kind of heard was, like, typical Tadlock. Like, he played everybody that went on that bus to that stadium like, so, the, like all the pitchers just rotating yeah i mean we played every position guy we've had like yeah i mean that's what he usually does early on so He's, nothing wrong with that we we didn't play our studs the whole time and i'm not saying they did but maybe they kept yeah them long or something I'm, like I'm, that. I'm reading know here that, it like, looks like uh, the, uh we lost our two closers from last year yeah to the big leagues and so obviously that kind of showed especially when Clayton Beater was a basically all American reliever the last year yeah. and a half, I guess. I don't know if you count last year. But I guess our late relievers showed some weakness, but we'll figure yeah. it out. Seemed like we kind of beat ourselves over and over again yeah, this weekend. Too, yeah. Like yeah. he would, like I wasn't watching, but I was just checking the updates on Twitter because, you know, tech baseball has like several good follows that you can get bat by bat updates on twitter yeah um and so i was just looking at those and it'd be like tech gets the lead next inning tech gives up the lead then tech gets the lead then tech gives up the lead we just couldn't our pitchers just couldn't hold on to a leave this lead to save their lives it was it seemed kind of frustrating just i wasn't even watching i was just checking on twitter i'm like god can we have somebody and it always was like base on balls wild pitch error and just unforced runs that kept coming across the plate. So that, that's start. the frustrating part of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you're in all these games. Um, and these are really good baseball teams. And it's the start when you haven't played baseball in like a year. So, yeah, yeah I'm looking and, at it right here. Uh, was it we were we were winning going into the ninth and then Arkansas hits five in the ninth. And then in the very next game. Uh, we are down by one, and the base and, is loaded. And and Mississippi State hits five in the ninth to go up eleven to five. We gotta uh, figure that out. <laughs> we 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 gotta figure out how to close and 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 finish these games. Uh, obviously in the in the win column side of it, but 
I mean, all in all, the the good competition until the until that closing. I mean, on, in all honesty, I mean, nine to eight, not bad in the ninth. Six to five, not bad in the ninth. Like we're 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 having chances against these top top rated teams in the nation. So, uh, not the best outcome that we could have hoped for out of the weekend, but still, little ray of hope against what three now top five teams. Uh, not the worst. And you'd rather lose now than later. So go Absolutely. ahead, get those out of the way, start building, figure out the guys that you can trust, and we'll be a completely different team by the end of the season. Yeah. Yep. So not bad. Um, so as far as uh, the games coming up, we have a Houston Baptist and Texas Southern. This is going to be in the next two for Texas Tech baseball. So be on the lookout for those. I think we, we may do a short recap on that next week. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll let y'all know our thoughts and opinions on those games. Uh, let's see. Roger said, I think there was three wild pitches in the ninth against Arkansas to help them go up four. That's don't do that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's closing pitching. Uh, Tadlock's going to reel that in pretty quick. I feel like I'm not too, too worried about that. Uh, if we're competing all the way up until the ninth with, with top ranked teams like this, he's really good at making his adjustments to where we'll, we'll, We'll be in a position to yeah. have our shot. At winning, and winning to be games. fair, like a lot of the guys we're throwing out there is probably a lot of them is their first time pitching in college baseball. So. Yeah. Probably true. And to do it in like Ranger Stadium and like a pack, pretty packed place, yeah. pretty nerve wracking. So really good teams. That, yeah, no, they, they they threw them into the lion's den. Um, so it's going to kind of wrap up uh, Club Red for the week. Uh, we'll we'll talk more next week about uh, about the upcoming basketball games the upcoming baseball games and uh we'll give you all some updates and thoughts and opinions on that uh so let's go ahead and jump into the shot bets portion i pushed this earlier now it's not working hold on All right, guys, we made it through the depressing part of the show. We have to talk about five freaking losses. I was like, as I was reading the show notes, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, and five. Oh, no. We're going to have such a downer for the first, like, 30, 40 minutes of this episode, but we got to cover it. Uh, All right. So, shot bets. Um, First game. (laughs) Right back into it. Right back into the depression. (laughs) But. Not for me. One of the biggest uh no, the well the first game that we're gonna talk about you you do. But um right back in right back into the into the depression. But anybody that goes to Texas Tech knows the phrase win or lose we booze. Um and so unfortunately all three of us picked Texas Tech. Unfortunately, they lost to Kansas. So all three of us owe a shot. Cheers, guys. Anybody out there, cheers to you as well. Salud. Little, little, little clink. Cheers. So, the tailgate talks crew went 0 for 3 on this one. Um, everybody picked Texas Tech. Kansas ended up with the W, as we discussed already. Uh, so, anybody out there that picked the Texas Tech side as well, which I feel like is most of you, should be sending a us a people. shot bet video. Uh, again, we'll be pulling those shot bet videos together. So, anyone that sends us one, 
will enter them in a later date for one of the t-shirt giveaways and for their entry into the tailgate crashers. Um, and basically just know if you ever do a shot bet video, it doesn't have to be our giveaway for the week. If you do one, we will give you a shirt. <laughs> also possible. Um, yeah. Well, because we'll be so excited that somebody actually did it, that we'll, we'll give you a shirt. <laughs> We're having, I, I, I still enjoy the segment. I still I still have fun with the show. Oh, yeah. Thing. No, yeah. I, it's, I, I it's wish more people us, joined us. Yeah. <laughs> I wish more people joined take us some time. on it. But it's okay. Uh, I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying the shop at part. Um, our, our second one. Uh, I hate you guys a little bit on this one. Uh, <laughs> it was the Nets versus the Lakers. I was kind of hoping to see a little bit more out of the Lakers on this one. Them not having AD is 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 just really hurting them. Uh, but we can talk more about that here in a little bit. Uh, I ended up picking the Lakers. Dustin and Brooks pick the Nets. Obviously, Lakers lose that game. Nets win, beat the Lakers. I owe a shot on this one. Uh, but the big story of the week, out of all sports, out of all 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 all, uh, all things that is sports related, the streak has come to an end, guys. Dustin streak stops at nine. Got up to nine. Got up to nine. Almost and matched the losing streak. <laughs> that biggest you weren't story. such a homer. You might still be going on. <laughs> I know, but I can't do that. No, it's hard to, it's hard to bet against it off to get me to nine. Even uh, without Kevin Durant, you're, you're over there like blaming Anthony Davis's absence on the Lakers. Kevin Durant didn't play for the Nets. I got real nervous before because there was reports that KD and Kyrie weren't going to play. And I was like, Ooh, that might've changed it. But then Kyrie ended up playing and all was well. And yeah, they Uh, handled that game. No, they, they, they won that pretty outright. I I wasn't, uh, whatever. Uh, so cheers guys. Here's my second one. Ode got that poured. Boom. Clink, clink. So, um, in case y'all are curious about who to ride with, uh, who is the best shot picker? Who is the best all time? None of us are. <laughs> None of us are. <laughs> None of us are good. Quite literally, quite literally, uh, Dustin went on a 9-0 and streak, and it brought him back to just under 500. I am at 17-19. and 19. Dustin is at 17-19. and 19. Brooks is at... 18 and 18. He is 500, the, baby. <laughs> Brooks is the all-time leader for picking shot bets, guys. All right. So, all right. We're, we're going to have to kind of ride Brooks's coattails for a little bit until he's no, out of this first place. Uh, don't ride my coattails. <laughs> <laughs> please, please stay off of him. Please. I, 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 don't, I don't want that. Um, so, I, so far, I think I've lost every NBA one. Yeah. I am terrible at, ba- at predicting basketball games. Like, I don't know. I think I just need to quit picking. I'm three and zero in the NBA. Yeah, Woo, both, both of you are. Both of you are. I, I'm not. I'm just not that good at predicting basketball. I feel confident in in NFL, but now that we're out of college football, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> that. Yeah, college football really took Dang. it to you, man. <laughs> college football kind of took a big chunk out of yours. Oh man! All right. So, um, anybody else want to repay the debt? Again, uh, if, if you want a, a basically a free way into the Tailgate Crashers crew, get a free shirt out of it, send us a video. We'll, we'll most likely just send you a T-shirt out of it out of gratitude. 
Again, we, we love doing this. We love having the bet. It's a good conversation. It's a good reason to look at games that we don't normally look at sometimes. Uh, so be on the uh, we'll be on the lookout. Make sure you tag us in the video if you post any socials. And if you don't feel like sharing it or you don't want your, your boss to find out about it, you can send that to the email at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Um, we do have a little bit of NFL we can talk about this week. Uh, I'm excited because NFL is my favorite league to watch. Uh, and NBA midseason just kind of you, you, you're scrapping for stuff to talk about. So a uh, little bit of NFL talk. Are you ready for the football? Every time I, I, I know that it's bad to play that because of the dude, but it's just it's, it's classic. Um, so first news of the day. Um, did we lose Brooks? No, you're good. I just moved my phone up. We just got his ceiling now. Oh, that's good. I was wondering what he... That's good to know that you have a popcorn ceiling. Uh, the the first thing that, that we have to talk about today is Wentz being traded to the Colts. He is finally free of that or miserable <laughs> franchise. I, I think it's more favor to him than it is for, for the, uh, the Eagles. Uh, I He needed to get out of there. I think the Eagles are... are kind of a fluke organization. They had a really odd run for that Super Bowl. And then outside of that one Super Bowl win recently, they're, they're just kind of, why? Why are they winning? Uh, so Wentz getting out of there, I don't know if it's going to end up good or bad. I think for the AFC South, really kind of changes things a little bit. Um, Dustin, what, what, what are your thoughts on this trade? I love this trade for mm-hmm. both parties. Not the Eagles. For the Colts and for Carson Wentz. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's the only two parties that matter in this. The Eagles, they got nothing in return. Yeah. So part of that is like, good job for you, Colts, not giving up that much to go get them. You gave up a third round and a conditional second, which might turn into a first. Whoop de do. Okay. Still not that much. Yeah. So if you're winning more and you got to give up a first, that still pays off for you. You didn't give up hardly anything for him, but I think. One thing, he reunited with his former quarterback coach and offensive coordinator that knows him best, and Frank Wright. That's great. He's running a great, good offense up there. But I think the cast he's surrounded by in Indy is the hugest mm-hmm. plus for him. Yeah. Biggest fault in Philly was injuries left and right and not ever having a good offensive line and every receiver getting hurt all yep. the time. That happened for like two years straight. And – like, we hadn't seen good Carson Wentz in three years because of all that, mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's um, so been hurt a ton. One of the best offensive leagues, offensive lines in the league. He's got some weapons. He's got Jonathan Taylor. He's got some decent receivers out there. If he could get even 80% to where he was in that 2017 year, close to that, like, he will elevate the Colts. And I think this is a big plus for them. Yeah. Not hating on Philip Rivers and what he did this year, but Philip Rivers at this age only has so much of a ceiling. Um, I think Carson Wentz's ceiling is way higher than what Philip Rivers or some of these other potential guys that you could do, and especially for the value you got him for. I think it's a big win for the Colts and for Wentz. Um, Brooks, what, what are your what are your thoughts on this trade? Uh, any impact outside of uh, the AFC South? What what do you think? Um, I mean, Wentz is a tough quarterback to evaluate. I right. think yeah. right now he's one of the biggest mysteries for sure in the league. I agree with a lot of what Dustin said. 
because you look at that year, he was really good. What did he have? He had a great offensive line that year. That offensive line, you know, took Nick Foles to win the Super Bowl at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. Um, Colts have a great offensive line. Uh, they have healthy receivers and a pretty good young running back uh, on offense. So he's not going to be asked to carry right the load because because uh, of that. You can run the ball. He's not going to have to throw the ball 50 times to win a game. If he can just be, like Dustin said, you know, somewhat resemblance of that player that he was a few years ago, then they'll be all right. It's worth the risk. You're not spending a lot to get him. Um, who cares about a third-round draft pick and a second-rounder? If it turns to a first, they're expecting to be good, and it'll be a late first-round pick anyway. So, yes. Um, they're a good football team. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year with, with a, yeah, with a washed Phillip Rivers. They made it to the playoffs and almost beat the Bills in the first round. So uh, it's worth the risk, I think, for them. Uh, I don't really know what other quarterback they could have gone and got. You know, maybe there's Watson out there. I just don't think they were going to offer up that much. Um, right. What well, you had to pay to get him, yeah, isn't hardly anything. Yeah. And, the the risk reward reward is way higher here. Not having to pay anything, you're getting great value. Yeah, I think Philly really shit the bed on, on this. Yes. I, I think you got to get more. I, I think you got to get more they, for him. When when Matt Stafford went for like two first like rounds, dude. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing coaching wise. They don't know what they're doing quarterback wise. Uh-uh. Even after the, all this happened, they were like. But we're going to bring in another quarterback to compete with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just not smart. It it, it doesn't matter what you value, what you think of Wentz as a starting quarterback. If somebody else is really wanting him, you got to freaking drive that market. You got to get something out of it. They ain't get anything out of it. And that's, that's, that's what is terrible. I mean, did they, did they clear up some cap space with that? I guess, right? Like, how much were they they paying Wentz? That cap space. Say it again. Oh, are they? I didn't know that. Because of the trade, I don't know. There's something in in the. I just heard this. I didn't actually look into it, but mm. they're gonna take like a big twenty or some million dollar cap hit because of like them signing them, but then trading them type deal. I don't know how all that works. But yeah, they it's lost probably like it's probably like too early in the contract to trade them or something well, like that. The contract hasn't even started yet. <clears throat> yeah. So they haven't. Yeah, paid that's probably them. that. Uh, it's probably so that then. Uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. That's what people I've been aggravated the most about with all this is people like, well, they invested in him. Yeah, no, they didn't invest anything actually because his contract starts next year, so <laughs> they were going to invest, uh, but they haven't invested anything yet. But they are still on the hook for, I guess, some of that as a cap hit. I don't know how all that works to be honest. So yeah, um, it's gonna be hard for the Jags to win the division now. I think that this hurt their chances with Philip Rivers. I think there's more of a shot, but no, not anymore. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 I hope my prediction comes right. Just so that way I can be like, ha, got you guys. But it's looking slimmer and slimmer with this trade. Have we told them what the bet is. Should hmm. we tell them now? No, I think, I think we do that in like a segment of its own, like after the draft, after like the Jags draft, Trevor Lawrence, okay. we go ahead and then we make it. Okay. Because I think if the Jags somehow trade for Deshaun Watson, that bet is null and void. Like, doesn't count anymore. What? No, 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 no. You said 
If I said with Trevor Lawrence, I said the Jets. I did not say with. And find the footage where I said with Trevor Lawrence. I'll go listen to. I said my prediction is the Jags. Urban Meyer win the division. Yes, it was on Trevor Lawrence with Trevor Lawrence and with uh, Urban Meyer. It was not with Deshaun Watson. I'm pretty sure I also said. But I don't think he's going to the Jags. I don't, I don't think we'll have to worry He shouldn't, honestly. It, it would be a stupid move of his if he if he actually – well, I guess he doesn't really have much say in it. But that Houston won't trade him in division. Uh, that that would be even, I guess, more dumb than everything they've done already. Um, no, I wouldn't put it past them, though. Yeah, so far. <laughs> uh, Jillian's saying, sure glad the Bears didn't take Wentz. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think Wentz would have been a good fit there, honestly. I don't uh, think it would have just been like the same. The Bears because they will ruin them. Whoever it is, yeah, they they don't they don't invest enough in their offensive line to keep a good quarterback. So like, he's already injury prone. He's already at risk with the multiple injuries that he's already had. Yeah. He would have he would have been demolished there, and that would have been a terrible move for them because they're not going to invest enough in the O line to to keep him safe. Like now. Nah. He'd have looked. He'd have looked a lot better in a Bears jersey than he does in a Colts. Those like uh, edits of him in a Colts jersey that does not. Ugh, that oh, fiery man. red hair does not mesh well with the freaking blue. <laughs> Let's see. I want to see this. No, Adam Schefter like tweeted it out after, and I was like, "Ugh, ew, that does look weird." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that does look weird. <laughs> color arm sleeve is he gonna wear like a solid blue that's the move blue, apparently. White camo. that's the move um so the next thing that we're going to talk about a little bit we, we we touched base on it which was where will watson end up um nobody knows i i don't know if the the houston is still talking about keeping him uh which i don't know how that would play out i think that he'd only hurt his draft stock if he tanked this year but like everybody already knows he can play well. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I am. I He's not get, getting drafted. <laughs> huh? You said it would hurt his draft stock. Or, well, okay. You knew um, what I meant. His, it'll hurt his value in the league for being, getting another contract. Fine. Um, Will it? Him tanking. Maybe, but like, them trading him is dumb to begin with, but I, I just don't like this whole thing where, where NFL players are just coming out and being like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then they're just like being complete divas about it. Like it's okay. I get it that they, that they have a voice and it's fine to speak up and be unhappy and want to be somewhere else. But to expect action on that voice, I think is ridiculous. Like you signed a contract, you got paid ridiculously. Like same thing with Harden, in my opinion, like, it's childish. It's diva-ish. I, I hate both of it. I, I hate this scenario with, with Watson. I'm sorry that you don't like the, the Texans anymore, but it's not up to you. You shouldn't have signed well, the you signed line. up to play with an organization that wasn't going to trade your best receiver, that was you know going to do things wrong. to help you win. His name is on the dotted the, line, yeah, though. Players at all-star caliber and kept the roster going to compete at a high level. The yeah. Texans did the opposite of that. They did. They traded a three receiver they traded a draft pick away for a, the highest paid left tackle and they've still couldn't they, protect him yeah like they've traded away so many pieces for nothing that they've disintegrated their draft their drafts and 
their roster at the same time. You have a top five quarterback in the league and you win four games with him. Oh, yeah. Like, no, like, I'm not not saying that he doesn't have an argument. He does. But the thing is, is that at the same time, he signed the dotted line. So express that you would like to be traded, but don't sit there and start throwing a fit in the corner. Well, the other thing on the process was that he asked to be a part of the head coaching thing. And And they immediately they were like, yeah, yeah, you'll be a part of it. You'll be a part of it. And then they didn't make him part of it. Yeah. And then they were like, we're not even going to interview Eric Bieniemy." And then everybody was like, what? And then they were like, oh, now we got to interview Eric Bieniemy." Yeah. It's like you promised him things and you're not giving it to him. So why should he go? Why, why should he want to win for an organization that doesn't seem to care about maximizing his potential? Yeah. No, he, there, he's putting his body out there on the again, line every freaking Sunday. And you want him to play with freaking... Kiki Cutie as his number one receiver. I'm sorry. Love you, Kiki, because he went to Tech, but come on. What do you got? I think what we're really missing in this situation is Bill O'Brien. He would have gotten this trade done months ago. (laughs) For like a fifth rounder. We would have gotten another defender from Miami. Can't wait. A cornerback, (laughs) a right guard, and a third round pick. This would be done. You can move. He'd have traded him to the Dolphins uh, for uh, mm, Jakeem Grant. Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, Fitz. Yeah, yeah for Fitzpatrick, for some Fitz magic, bring that that curse back. That's uh, what we need to get this done: is get Bill O'Brien back in that building. And all right, uh, Roger. Where 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 has JJ Watt narrowed his top three teams to? He he hasn't really come out and said anything. Oh he yes, sent he out, did. He sent out some cryptic message thing about. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. On this. What? They're saying the Bills, the Titans, and the Packers. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jaguars. That would have been funny. <laughs> uh, <dude. laughs> the Bills, the no. Titans, and the Packers are his top three? Yeah. Uh, where, Jaguars uh, Colts. where did you see this? Try to stay in that division. I w- the Titans. Rogers that would be the biggest <laughs> dickhead move ever if he stayed in the division. Uh, if he goes to the Titans – That'd be Braves. great to stick it to the Texans twice a year. But like I was telling Roger, I don't think that really helps the Titans a ton. No. I think they're more offensively challenged away from getting somewhere. It helps the Bills and the Packers a lot more who are already a little bit of ahead of that. They're in that conference championship talk. They're on the verge of the winning that and going to the Super Bowl. I think he would definitely help both those defenses. And not necessarily I think – um... He brings him up closer to that level of who they just lost to. If we're talking about where he's going to get the most value for him, it would probably be Bills or Packers. Both of them need a little bit more on the defensive line, and that would be enough to propel them to maybe the next stage. If he's talking about, I want to Kevin Durant this thing to a title, then Goes goes to the Bucks, goes to the Chiefs. And and he he rides the coattails in to 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 Super Bowl victory. I wouldn't either. And that's honestly what I what I would expect him to do. But I think that he he has a little bit of pride in it, and I think he's gonna try and do the Wisconsin thing and just go go play in Green Bay. But who knows? Not not really sure yet. Um, so let's go ahead. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move to basketball. Uh, we need to kind of start wrapping up the the tail end of the show. We got a little bit a little bit little bit to talk to and basketball talk about in basketball i am fumbling over every word um so this is uh this is our nba talk for the week Let's play some 
every time. Okay, so it makes me it just makes me so happy. It's it's, it's 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 a pure love that I think all three of us have for this. Y'all y'all have more of a love than I do for it, but I still respect it. I like the song. Um, so as far as the NBA totals, um, as we discussed last week, uh, we discussed the punishment for losing this was going to be the loser has to fork up the money and the two people in first and second get to pick whatever jersey number or third place wears, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be the punishment for losing this right now. The second place, I forgot what the second place thing was. It was like having to shot or uh, having to take a drink or shot every time you mess up. Like we make a rule for you, and every time that's you... right, the, the the King's Cup thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so that's kind of an update as far as the rules are. What what the punishments are going to be? Uh, right now, as it stands, Dustin is in third place with eighty one wins. I'm in second with eighty seven, and Brooks is still with a commanding lead of fifteen over us with hundred and two, or over me. So hit that um, century mark, baby. He hit the he hit the hundo. I think last week weren't you at ninety? I think so. Yeah, they got another twelve wins this week. week. Jesus Christ. Um, so kind of be on the lookout for that, guys. Obviously, as the season we, we hit the halfway point, uh, we got the All Star break coming around soon. Uh, we halfway set- is after. Yeah, next week is uh, we'll oh. be doing some All Star. Yep, yep. Talk prep. It'll be halfway through the season, so we can kind of go over our hits and misses. Yep. Stuff like that. Well, we'll, we'll talk more NBA next week. Yeah. With the all-star break coming around. I heard that they're actually going to play the game. Yeah. I heard that they're actually it's a money. Play. It's, it's a, it's a money grab. Like, I, I get mean, it, but who wants to sign up for that? Like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, um, so I know some of the guys are, I guess, but I mean, risk injury, risk COVID risk sitting. I don't know. All right. So, um, I think at this point of the show, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and kick this over to Dustin for take that for data dustin stat of the week what you got for us this week man yeah i got an easy one okay you've probably already seen it brooks has it right there lebron james this week hit a very huge milestone in his mm. career he became well he's already been third on the list but hit thirty-five thousand career points which is massive um huge milestone especially when that's like not his only game like he's not just a scorer yeah like he does a lot like yeah he's been on teams where he's had to score a lot but massive um he keeps his up he'll definitely probably pass carl malone he needs about two thousand more to get to second just about thirty-seven thousand on that list so that'll be the next kind of milestone to look out for um maybe two years maybe three i don't know what he's really averaging per year but yeah Huge number there, 35,000 points. Puts him third on the list. The, like, big thing when I looked at the, like, all-time scoring leaders list. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony is the other active player on this list. He's 12th with 26,000. That's pretty impressive, though, considering. 9,000. 9,000. They came into the league together. They came in the same draft. That's crazy, though. Yeah. That's the kicker of that. That is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's turn from like a, everybody kind of heard about it stat to, all right, this was actually pretty good. I like that last part. Yeah. A little bit more digging. Give you good. some nuggets. That was good. That was a good, good little, good little find there. I liked it. That was easy. Had to find some nugs for you guys. I appreciate it. 
Um, so shouts LeBron. No, hey, hey re- respect, respect to uh, one one of King the greatest, things, baby. Re- King respect things. to one of the greatest. No, I actually heard that he's gonna keep trying to play until Lil Bronny's in the league. Uh, so what? What is he? He's a sophomore in high school now. Three more years, yeah. four more years. So it'd probably take him four more years to get in the league. So I wouldn't be surprised to see LeBron play five more years and then call it done or call it quits. So he, if he keeps up at a pace that he's playing right now, which I, I oh he'll do it. I don't, I don't see him yeah. slowing down at all. Uh, then he's he's gonna get that second all time. I don't know if he's gonna pass. Uh, he'll do it, barring pandemic riddled seasons and <laughs> also true uh, no it, he's, he's gonna he's gonna i don't it, what's the who's the top score uh will right kareem kareem, yeah, kareem. That's right. is it yeah. or is it will I don't, I don't know it's kareem he needs about Probably both of them 35 or four thousand more to it's carl Carl, then second, he needs like two thousand to be get to yeah. that. Okay, I, I wasn't sure because there, there's a there's a big the gap in Carl between Malone him and first. Definitely within reach. Yeah, that one's definitely possible, but it's it's the the first place one that I knew that was a large gap. But if he plays for five years, it's possible. Definitely possible. Thousand points a year. I don't know. Quick. What's up? Do some quick math. Okay. What's um, he playing here, Brooks? Like how many games? Like sixty-five. Last year he played eighty. He, last year he played every single game. This year he's played every single game. The right, year well, before that he played. Every, uh, the last time he missed games was because he actually got hurt. Other than that, he's played every single game. So if he plays seventy more games at his career, twenty-seven points a game, which he's still pretty consistent at. Yep. That gets him to nineteen hundred points. So maybe by sometime next year we could see him pass that. So yeah. pass that, pass that number two, maybe by the end of next year, he might catch Carl Malone. Maybe, maybe after three or four years, he might, he might go for that number one spot. I don't know. He's a freak of nature as far as health goes. I mean, I know that he puts a lot back in his body as far as investments. Like he's full on, uh, like what should be the standard for professional athletes. He's year 18. He's yeah. in year 18 of his professional career and still um, 36 him. years old. And he's still like, considered the best player in the NBA. It's ridiculous. I like uh like I know everyone wants to argue with with MJ and all that, but th- you can't argue this longevity at this level. Uh it's it's a whole another story. Um so, let's go ahead. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the uh the All-Star reserves announcement that went out. Um uh, I know that uh, there was a little bit of uh, kind of beef tossed out by by LeBron about Devin Booker not making the uh, the All Star roster. He made it today. He did today. He got in because of AD sitting out, but uh, with the injury. But um, do y'all think Devin Booker really got snubbed out of that? Like, I mean, do you think that anybody that he really was like jumping over? Yeah, look at the, all the guys who are on there. Anthony Davis, Paul George, who's having a great year. Rudy Gobert, who's on the best team in the NBA. Mm. Dame, you're not going to jump Dame. Donovan Mitchell, who's on the, the Jazz. The guards in the West, are, it's a ridiculous list. So, yeah. like, that, to get snubbed is not a The spot. only guy you could argue is Chris Paul, maybe, but Chris, dude, Paul, Chris turned Paul that team around. goes there, and then now yeah. they're like a yeah. four seed. <laughs> so, um, the guards uh, in the West, it's such a huge list. It's not really a snub. I mean, no, right. but 
That was kind of LeBron's take on it. I was like, I can't believe y'all didn't put Devin Booker in. Like he's just saying he's he's a disrespected player. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. It's just the West is stacked with with a lot of individual talent. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just but, uh, anybody yeah. else you thought that got kind of uh, cut out of this uh, cut out of this on conversation. The I thought on the East. The East roster, just. Sorry, I thought in the who? East roster, uh, Bam Adebayo got snubbed. Well, Miami's been terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but they've had all their guys. Like Jimmy Butler's only played some games. Goran Dragic has been out a lot. Like he was their only good. There was a game that they started, uh, and he was like their only starter from last year on it and he put up he's been putting up really great numbers i mean if you want to argue about sucky teams then bradley bill right <laughs> yeah uh, so i mean i don't think that should should matter all that much but you know zach levine's in there his bulls aren't good no, um, nicola nicola vucevic is in there and the magic sucks so <laughs> winning doesn't matter for this all-star game i don't I think forget that the magic even play basketball <laughs> what yeah, like, I guess I just they exist. Like, I guess I mean it's kind of like uh, <laughs> they're there to like usually get the eight seed and then like win one game in I the think they're good. yeah, <laughs> and then and then get swept after that. But uh, I don't know. It's a it's a, there's a lot of new first time all stars. We got Zach Levine on the Bulls, first time all star yeah. Julius Randall of the Knicks, first time all star Zion Williamson. First time. I was, I was happy to see that though. I was happy to see that like. Even though he's still kind of working his way into yeah. being a good NBA player, I, I was happy to see him on that list. Oh, and a fun snub, Trey Young. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Darn. Not petty. Not petty at all, man. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, man. Uh, Roger is saying Devin Booker got the bid today after after – because of social media, I was like, "Nah, he was it definitely wasn't because of social media. He was he definitely was probably, yeah. worthy of a top fifteen, but the people that were ahead of him were also worthy of that. Like, I, I, I it's it's not Anthony Davis is hurt and is not going to play, so they have to find a replacement for him. Yeah, and like, nah, nah I, I, I don't think he got. It. It's just that he's in the West and it's stacked, honestly. Um. So the next thing that we want to kind of speak a little bit on was that the that glorious three point shot by Luca. Ooh, ooh, that was pretty He's ridiculous, man. That was pretty. Uh, let me see if I can find the actual clip. Is this it? He's ridiculous. I think this is it right here. We'll wait for the commercial thing to go by. Like, there's no way anybody should be able to hit that, and there's probably like maybe. Five it's dudes. Luca, man. Luca, Luca. I heard that they're talking about trading. Uh, uh, Zingas. What's his, yeah. Zingas. They're talking about. They're looking at moving him. Is this it? Yeah, this is it right here. Three seconds. Two seconds. Dodgers for the win. Oh yeah. Jesus. Luca Dodgers. Hold on. We're gonna re- replay that. Down to three seconds. Two seconds. Dodgers Two people guarding him. Point one second left. Stupid. That looks like identical. I watched it the first time. I watched that the first time, and I thought it was the replay from the Clippers game last year. Yeah. In the bubble. Insane shot he made there. Jesus. I could watch that all day. Yeah, that was good. Not got, not good year got me that dub, baby. 
right, out of, right out of Dustin's win pull into mine. <laughs> yeah, you need you really needed more wins, Brooks. You did. You've been struggling so much this season. Oh. It's been difficult. <laughs> so uh, next thing that we can kind of discuss a little bit about is uh, Rockets and Boogie Cousins agree mutually to part ways. Um, I just wanted to bring this no. up because we, me and Dustin know as a big a fan of Boogie Cousins as you are. Yeah. We so to give you the chance. To- so I'm <laughs> devastated over here. You see it in you my lost face. Lost two of your favorite players. You see it in my oh, face. I, I, I'm hurting. I'm crying. Or hiding. I, I'm I'm hiding behind this smile and microphone right now. Like, oh. God, what are you gonna do when they trade Oladipo next? Oh, I man. will actually cry a little bit. That that I, I love that dude so much. Like as far as like just being an advocate of the game and being good. Fucking, I, I love Oladipo. Uh, okay, maybe Boogie will make his way over to the West Coast. Maybe he'll LA make his Lake way to the life. Nets. <laughs> That's the East Coast. Boogie to the Nets. That's gonna be my my call where he goes. No, no they already got DeAndre Jordan. They don't need. No, they don't. Yeah. Nobody needs Boogie because it's he's a good player. Lakers are Lakers are gonna Lakers. Apparently, the Lakers are gonna try to get him. So no kidding. Seems yeah. like his destination. Might be. Yeah, he might be a good spot for that. What is he gonna sign? I mean, he was on the like team. He was on the team last year. Yeah. Before he got hurt, so he's like familiar with all the stuff. So okay, might happen. Uh, last thing to talk about in the NBA news is T Wolves going with a midseason firing of their head coach. I think that this is always a huge mistake for any organization. I don't. I get it. If you're having a bad season, fine. I thought it was a mistake when when the Texans did it. I thought it was a mistake. Now I don't like firing a coach midseason. Like if you're already having a bad season, finding an interim head coach or finding a backup head coach is not going to save your season. So it's like fin- I'm not trying to say their season. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, why fire him now? Hey, it, it get get rid of him. You're terrible. They're they won seven games. They obviously need to go in a different direction. Yeah, you fire him. Um, it's a common thing that happens in all of professional sports. Yeah. Um, you're you're not living up to the standard. They're not doing things the way that management sees that you know that it should be. So part ways. I don't think he was a good coach. No, um, I, don't, I don't either. Uh, but he was, was young. Just... He, I don't think he deserved it in the first place, but he got it, and all he's done there is, you know, make them suck. Doesn't play their youth. <laughs> Doesn't give Culver minutes, like develop some people. Um, develop your young guys because that's how you get better is you develop yeah. the young guys instead of playing, like, old washed dudes over and over just to suck. I... I understand it. I just have never liked it because it, it's not going to change anything mid-season. The weird part of it was isn't the firing part; it's the other hiring part. Yeah. Usually, what? you fire a guy and hire one of your assistants in house. They ride out the year's interim. Yeah. They turned around and within less than twenty-four hours, hired an assistant off another team. That's like unheard of mid-year. That is a little yeah. weird. Yeah. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. He was a highly touted assistant. He had, he was like runner up in multiple job openings this last year. I think he was like one of the finalists to get the Pacers job. I think he was in the running for like the Thunder or some other team. But hmm. um, yeah, they went ahead and did that, which sparked some. Yeah. Uh, they have some, they have some deep talent on this team. They should be playing better than seven and whatever it is. Well, they, pretty much like the story of the Timberwolves every year. Yeah, 
But I mean, I like, like, this uh, year, but I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, like I'm pulling up their roster right now. Like, I mean, we got Cat, D'Angelo Russell, Ricky Ricky Rubio's has his good moments. Well, the problem is they've only played like three games where they've had Cat and D'Angelo Russell on their roster because um, D'Lo's hurt then, right now, and Cat had his like COVID scare there for a little bit where he was out for a while. So they've, uh, I mean, they've definitely dealt with some hardships this year. But I mean. It's just not a good team, and you know, they're they're going to be the first. Pick. They're probably going to be the first pick again next year, back to back years. That's never good. Uh, not a so. not a good sign. Now, again, understand them firing a coach, but I I just, I guess I, I I guess maybe in that scenario, I didn't know that they were hiring an assistant from another team already, and so maybe they're just trying to kind of build that up for next year already. Uh, I could see it in that aspect, but like. As Dustin pointed out, most of the time they have an interim coach who's already an assistant on the team just ride out the rest of the season. And that's normally what happens when you fire a head coach. It's just you have the assistant coaches ride out the rest of the season and then, then it's done. And then you go on the coaching hunt or whatever it is. But I see, I can see it in this case where they already had somebody in mind and that this is probably going to be their guy in the future. Get him with some reps in now. Get him with the guys now. I uh, this makes more sense. If they were going to go with inter- interim, that would have been dumb. But yeah, seven and twenty-six. I, I don't blame them for it. Uh, I mean, I don't. I just don't think their coach had any like accountability or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I, I think it was good to get him out, even if it's going with an interim. You get that out, and maybe a new voice, something mixes it up because obviously his voice hasn't been working. Yeah, and you're not like necessarily trying to go win this year. Yeah, but you're just trying to establish maybe get rid of the cancer in that locker room or whatever is like making this team suck so bad. And maybe you give yourself a chance, yeah. um, you know, a little glimpse of hope that maybe something, a different voice can change it. But I don't know. I hope it works out for Culver, him being there. Like always Oops, the only sorry. reason I put this on there is because, yeah. um, you know, uh, Red Raider legend, Jerry Culver plays for this team and, yeah. you know, his career has been off to a slow start, but, it's just such a shitty organization. I just feel bad for the kid because you go from a college where it was like family and your coaches are working you really hard to this, un, you know, this organization that is ter- terrible, lousy, and doesn't seem to have any accountability whatsoever. True. So Very let's true. hope like they get somebody who can turn this thing around and maybe trade him. I don't know. Trade him to a team that actually could develop him. So, um, we're, we're going to go ahead and kind of start wrapping this episode up a little bit here. Uh, we have our second shot bet for this week. That's going to be uh, next Tuesday, looks like. Uh, we're going to be the L.A. Clippers versus or at Boston, 6.30 p.m. on TNT. Um, I feel like the Clippers are going to roll this one over. I, I think the Celtics have been looking kind of uh, a, little, a little weak, but also on top of that, the Clippers are looking really strong this year that'd definitely be my pick for this one uh dustin what what is your pick on this game do i have to pick my team no 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 this is a, <laughs> waiting on one this is a wager this is a wager so you don't have to bet on your team this is i was just trying to get it because me and arley have faced off you yeah. and arley have faced off we haven't oh, yet I so know. yeah I'm, I'm just starting to have less and less faith in the celtics yeah me too they feel like basically like tech to me. Like they're a good team, but if things don't go right, they're not gonna close out a game. 
they they need they need a solid tour and a solid three guy, and I think that they're just kind of one dimensional at the moment. But like, you they know, two what? solid. They have two all stars. Well, I'm gonna be sorry. true to my my team and my roster, and I'm gonna stick with the Celtics. Ah, oh. all right, man. Brooks, who do you got, man? You picking your squad? I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm wrong with my clips. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that makes sense. So- after this, I think I'm going to start throwing in uh, shot bet games where like it's our two t- two of like our own teams. Okay. Uh, like Brooks versus Brooks, Dustin oh, no. team versus Dustin yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like y'all have to <laughs> 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 like like oh 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 pick pick the hard, whoever's the last two part. teams. There's been a lot of good games, and I'm like oh like Lakers Sixers oh but they're both Arleys, and I'm like oh Jazz Clippers oh, whatever both my teams. So I'm thinking I'm going to start mixing those in a little bit to try nah, to get some. It's fine. Give me uh, anybody versus the Heat, and I'm good. Confidence. I like it. Um, so, guys, uh, that's going to kind of wrap up the the main portion of the show today. Uh, as far as our shot bets go, we all picked Texas Tech in the uh, in the game this week. Uh, what is it? Is, uh, blah, blah, blah. Jesus, I'm blanking hard on this game. Was it um which game did we bet on? Was it uh We all took Tex uh Texas Tech over Texas and Texas, then, Jesus, that's what it was. I could not spit it out. Um second game is with... Yeah. Uh, second game yeah. is gonna be me and Brooks picking the Clippers. Dustin riding with his Celtics with plenty of confidence there. You can see him uh with such positivity on the camera. Uh, <laughs> just just flowing with confidence. Had my energy when I picked Tech. I think so. Literally the exact same vibe, actually. Like, people are listening to the show and then just hear Dustin go, I don't think this sound tanks. (laughs) Um, So, guys, final shot for the week. Dustin, take this one. Uh, You're going to talk about Texas Tech. Uh, What you got for us? Am I Brooks? No. (laughs) That's what you had written down. Oh, yeah, Texas. That's what so, you had right now. Okay, fine. Whatever. What do you got for uh, final shot, man? Take it yeah, away. Brooks missed. Uh, I mixed it up. I mixed yeah, it up, maybe. All right. Me and Brooks talked on the side about this, so we oh. got the same plan. Uh, real simple, just kind of shout out and prayers to Tiger Woods. He had a bad car accident yesterday. Kind of scary, like reminiscent of 2020 when we lost Kobe Bryant. Like, oh, no, not again. We're going to lose another yeah. iconic sports figure and then the whole year's right. go to shit. Um but luckily he's okay after surgery. He really messed up his leg, like fractured uh shattered ankle and like two other broken bones in his Compound leg. fracture in his legs. Yeah, he had a lot going on. So they had big time surgery. So luckily they said he's all right. So um kind of sad to realize like that's probably the end of his golf career. Maybe like suddenly uh, he's come back so, from some pretty hard stuff. I, I don't know. It might this be. is a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. His age. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but it sounds like Alex Smith type stuff. Like yeah. trying to come back from that when he's already been such injured and he's on the older side of things. Like, yeah, um, just glad we didn't lose a a legend. Yeah, so. very true. Though yeah, reporting been devastating, re- man. Reporting's got to get better on these they, things because, like, off cliffs for this. Oh my god! They as soon as I saw that first thing, I was like, "Oh, what the jaws of life thing that took him out? The, the mm-hmm. tool that made it seem like like he was clutching he to was life dead. when they brought him out." I, like, it's got to get better. We got to be smarter about how we report these things because 
yeah, I'm sure y'all thought maybe we were losing. Like Dustin said, I thought maybe we were losing Tiger oh, this that's year. The first thing I thought was like, not again. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, uh, no, care about his past all you want, uh, but I, what he did for the game of golf, how many people he brought in, the attention that he did, the legend that he is, that would have been a devastating loss. Like I have fucking Kobe all over again, honestly. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he's okay. Glad that it that the accident wasn't uh actually life like the that that it didn't take his life. Uh nah. Uh, happy to hear that, honestly. Yeah. That could have been a lot worse. Yeah, Brooks can talk about the tech quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Brooks, I hear you have some Texas tech talk for us. Yeah. Uh my bad on that. Uh <laughs> I saw that real quick. I was like, I better look up his stuff because I kind of forgot half of it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you might, I didn't really look into all of his information, stats, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I just wanted to throw it out there that, you know, we got a grad transfer from Oregon. Tyler Mm -hmm. Shaw is a show. Shaw. I don't know. Huh? Shuck. Shuck? That's how you pronounce that? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It doesn't look like that at all. (laughs) How it is. Tyler Shuck. Um, Oregon, he played, started quarterback for Oregon last year uh, when they won the Pac-12 championship through, you know, whatever COVID-riddled season that they had and all the irregularities of that. Um, but he has transferred to Texas Tech and is immediately eligible, eligible, eligible correct? For play. And so, he, and he has three years. So that makes the quarterback room a little interesting, knowing that you just brought in Baron Morton. But this is probably oh, yeah. you're probably looking at your starting quarterback now yes. for next year. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely bringing some competition to the quarterback room, which competition in the quarterback room is always good. You saw some highlights of him. He kind of looks dual threat, can throw the ball, can chunk it, and has a little bit of speed to him. Um, and tall and has been, you know, seems like a guy. He was a pretty. Uh, highly recruited quarterback out of high school four stars and is already being in some mock drafts in like 2022 as a potential quarterback. I don't, I don't, I saw somebody tweet that out today that he was like uh, the number two pick in 2022's in uh, NFL mock draft. Jesus. I don't know who is doing 22, 2022 mock drafts already, but um, he looks, he looks decent. Um yeah. And so, yeah, it, it seems like a pretty big get for us. Yeah, okay. I don't know what the problem was at Oregon last year. He started every game. They subbed him out in the last two games for another grad transfer they had because he had 1,500 yards, 13 touchdowns, six picks, and also ran for almost 302 touchdowns. So, yeah, 6'5", 220, can throw and run. Um, I know – Rob Brosho was putting out some videos. Yeah, that's where I saw the silent highlights. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and uh, what's his I, name? I, I, shock, Shuck. You just go to ESPN, dude, and yeah. uh, go to Texas Tech football, and it'll be there. But um, and I, he learned behind Herbert, who he kind of emulates, yeah. is what I kind of got from it. I don't know if it was like a fit thing in Oregon or what, because I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm pretty odd. excited. Yeah, you know, I think it fixes the quarterback situation. I think it helps your Baron Morton situation of how yeah. to play him as a freshman. Yeah, it definitely gives you 
the confidence and like, okay, this is our starting guy now. And you don't really, uh, unless like if Baron's starting, that means Baron's pretty damn good. Yes. So, yeah. um, so it's not a bad thing to, to have. Um, so Ty- yeah. Tyler Shaw. Chuck. It's promise. S H O U G H is what's written on there. It's pronounced Chuck. Are you don't serious? Oh, That's yeah. weird. All right. Well, Don we Williams yeah. said so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, in that case, oh man. All right, it's Texas Tech uh, yeah. making more, 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 uh, more appearances. Hey, that's, that's a good thing. That's a positive for it. It gives you a little, yeah. It it it's positive and kind of maybe gives you a little more hope coming into we next talked year. Like what three weeks ago that both our biggest question marks were what can Sony Cumbie do with whatever quarterback we throw out. And the quarterback was the biggest question mark on the team. Yeah. This helps solve that a lot. Let's take a look. It really does. You got a video play on him? Oh, down here. And we don't need to show it. And we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, so my, my final shot was just a uh, simple uh, U.S. women's uh, soccer team ended up winning the She Believes Cup. Uh, they go they go and beat Argentina 6-0 and in the final destroy literally everybody i think they are where is it they've won 37 games in a row and they mm-hmm. and 53 in a row on home soil uh don't always don't always agree with their 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 outspoken political stuff but uh you, you can't really argue too much that the u.s in in on the women's side is is extremely dominant uh, but that's my final shot. They did good this weekend. I watched some of the games. Uh, there was a ton of fun to watch because they, they play better than the U.S. men's, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of my, my final shot for the week. All right. Uh, so, guys, uh, again, make sure uh, if you're uh, if you're not already, make sure you're following us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks uh, as well as Instagram and Facebook. Um, personal accounts, Dustin. You can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks. You can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. <laughs> Every time. Love it. Um, as well as the t-shirt giveaway this week is going to be a subscription. So uh, either screenshot your subscription on Spotify or screenshot your subscription with the five star in the review. On iTunes, send that to us via email at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Or you can uh, message us on any one of our private uh, on any one of our private Twitters or on any of our social media accounts. You can send us that uh, however you wish. If you want to mention it and t- tweet it or tag it out yourself, that would be obviously greatly appreciated. Um, and as always, uh, any thoughts, suggestions, questions you have for us, uh, make sure you send us an email about that. Uh, we Obviously... We are here to entertain you guys. We're here to make this uh, a more fun show for you to listen to. And so any suggestions you have to make the show better. Uh, <laughs> any, any any suggestions you have to make the show better for you, make sure you send us that email. So um, I guess that's going to be it for the week, guys. Any last inputs before we uh, shut it down? Nah, that's all I got, man. All right. <laughs> we'll catch you guys for episode 21 next week on Wednesday. Peace. Later.